I'm so glad everyone's here today because it's really important for you to have heard Norm and to know why we're all here. You know, the apostles were told to establish elders in every city, and it's really getting people ready for eternity. And me and Dory were just, you know, when you've been pastors long enough and you see people come and go, you just kind of get like a little callus on your heart. But we, as we sat down yesterday and both started writing, we both just started crying. We started touching a place of deep uh, need and support that we felt from Norma Judy. When Jan and Steve and Ernest and Don Phillips sat in that lobby of Christian Community Church on a Sunday night, and they determined they were going to send us out to start a church. The next morning, Dora and I woke up, and she said, I don't want to go start a church unless we have people with us. And Norma Judy had been just seeing a vision of an off-ramp, and they knew it was their time that they would come down with us. And, you know, we've ordained a few elders in our time here, but Norma Judy have been a rock to us. They've been faithful. I mean, for me, leaving my secular job and coming down and starting to pastor, and I look a rookie from truck driver, rigger, to pastor, and they were so gracious to allow me to grow. And Norm, such a strong personality, uh, being a business owner and a very people person, for him to just submit under someone like me, it's been the grace of God. But you can't know what it's like to get sent and to have to go in faith to minister the gospel and to see people come to Christ and and pastor them and wait uh, for them to grow, but yet to have people who have the same call of God. In Amos 3, 3, it says, can two walk together unless they're agreed? And it's like the 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 anointing that comes on a person to follow the call of God and to, to submit and become an elder through that process. It's because there's an agreement, there's something in their heart that they believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died and rose again, and that there is eternity, and the message must be told to people, and they must have an opportunity to come into a relationship with God, and like he said, put roots down in a local church, and grow up and see what God would cause them to become. Unless that happens, there is no hope uh, or promise of eternal life unless someone's preaching and someone's talking and someone's witnessing of a transfer as a, of a transformed life. And so, for us, seeing Norm leave and seeing Judy leave is so is so painful today, because they're rocks. Because they lean on Jesus, the rock. But we are believing that God is going to raise up more people from this group. And we're so blessed to have the Galindos as our other elders. And we lean on them. We love them so much. And we want to see people rise up. We appreciate Enoch and Denise and Bruce Gessick. Gold, people of gold that have been given to us to see the kingdom of God established in this place. And we want you all to come under that blessing of God. Um, I think we have a couple of people that are going to share. Well, Lita, would you come start it off? Um, so this is certainly an overlap, I feel, Norm, with what you just shared. Um, I just want you to know, Norm and Judy never heard this message, and I, the only person I shared it with was Joe last night. I read it to him. So I'm just going to read it so I don't leave anything out. <coughs> when Dory asked me to share at the sending off uh, celebration, I think my throat instantly choked with tears. I was going to tell her, I just can't do it, Dory. Until I thought, yes, I can. I can do it. 
If you'll give me the strength, Jesus, as I share memories of how we met the Phillips all those years ago in San Jose and how we shared such precious memories here at Hillside. But then I heard his gentle whisper, No, my child, this is not what you will say. I want you to speak of the present, not the past, and the words I have given them about the future. And this morning I kept hearing saying, forget about the what ifs and the if onlys, and so I don't know what that's about, but the Lord kept impressing that on my heart this morning. So Norman Judy, (coughs) these are the words that I really believe the Lord placed on my heart for you. As you leave Hillside and Hollister, you carry his prophetic promise with you. Your latter will be greater than your former. This move is a change in seasons, a shift. Changes in seasons are new times to see the Lord move in new and amazing ways. Expect miracles, for surely they will come. Release limits, because there are none. God can and will take your age and turn it into an awesome testimony. When he he called Moses, he didn't call a 20-something guy. He called somebody that appeared to be at the end of their years. Appearances hold no bearing with the Lord. It's who you are in your hearts that matter, and you are treasures. Empowered is the word. I kept hearing that word over and over. Empowered is the word. Each of you has inspired and empowered this church body to stand to stand in spite of struggles, in spite of sickness, in spite of all types of trials. Your commitment to Christ is the torch. That's exactly what I had here. Is the torch you are passing on to us. When we find ourselves growing weary, we will remember your perseverance as we continue to hold that torch high. As you relocate, you are being empowered to rise up in that place where the Lord is sending you to touch more hearts for, the gl- for his glory. Faith is moving you forward. Second Corinthians 12.9, And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. He is equipping you with the joy, his joy in this journey. He calls us to remember that the connection we have with you is not so much about the here and now as it is about eternity. This physical separation happens as a moment while we will be together in eternity forever with our spiritual connection. The closing words the Lord led me to for you is Philippians 4, 19, 20. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. I walked into this church in 2001, broken and shattered and scared. I had so much fear. It was a little tiny church then, probably about 75 people. And guess who came into my life? Judy Phillips. She did women's Bible studies in her home on Tuesdays. 
She taught me the love of the Lord, how to read the word of God. She gave me joy. Judy, you did. You were such an influence, and you've been such an influence to so many people in this room, from the nursery to the women's Bible studies. When you really, boy, there was a lot of homework. We had to learn. The, to the tape you gave me with the, where you sang <laughs> all the books of the Bible so I could learn them, so I could get faster at following along. You were just such an inspiration. The songs you sing to the kids, the times you got up here and sang the psalms and the different verses and stuff, you don't realize the light of the Lord shines through you and Norm. Wherever you go, whatever you do, you're going to take that light with you. And I want you to know I'm just one example of so many that you have had such a profound, profound part of my life. I will ever be thankful. I will ever be grateful that you came into my life, you and Norm. Norm, I don't know you as well, but you've always been such an encouragement to me. Always, always. And you've touched my whole family. Denise and Enoch, my grandbabies. You taught both my grandchildren in preschool. You've put the love of the Lord into so many. That's all I can say is, oh, we're going to miss you but we send you off knowing that God's still got a mission for you. And I'm excited about that, that you've left a legacy. And when you told me you're leaving me with the women's Bible studies, I just almost wanted to faint. (laughs) I've done a couple of things, but I will try. I will try my best for you. And I love you. I love you, Norm. And I just... Thank you. Thank you for all you've done. So my wife is the words person. I don't, it's hard for me to keep a straight train of thought, but uh, just want to read the scripture real quick because this is what God gave me. Bring out of the message. Um, Just real quick. Dear friends, do you think you'll get anywhere in this if if you learn all the right words but never do anything? Does merely talking about faith indicate that a person really has it? For instance, if you come upon an old friend dressed in rags and half-starved and say, Good morning, friend. Be clothed in Christ. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and walk off without providing so much as a coat or a cup of soup. Where does that get you? Isn't it obvious that God talk without God acts is outrageous nonsense? You've proven. You've modeled faith, Norm and Judy. (laughs) In those times when it hasn't been easy, you have modeled it to Denise and I. And there's so many here. You've shown that scripture. (laughs) The words you use, we've been talking about faith. You've been faithful to God. You've been faithful to our pastors. You've been faithful to us in counseling. And you fed us, (laughs) not just in the flesh, but in the spiritual. So thank you. Yeah, you both are our spiritual parents. <laughs> it's 
been like almost 14 years we counseled with you guys. We came into this church already married with no idea what marriage was. <laughs> and, uh, and you were so faithful to um, guide us through those early days and those rough days. And uh, we didn't have any spiritual foundation. Enoch's was a harsh foundation, and I had nothing. And you guys showed us compassion and love without compromise. And that's not an easy thing to do. And, um, and we just so love and appreciate you. And again, you are mom and dad, mom and pops to us, <laughs> our, our spiritual parents, and you always will be. We remember those Saturdays fondly. And uh, we love you. And you're going to have an awesome next phase. <laughs> Thank you. So I got the gifts, so I got all kinds of freedom right now to say anything, right? (laughs) But how will people call on him in whom they have not believed? And how will they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? And how will they preach unless they are commissioned and sent? Just as it is written and forever remains written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. So go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. So I'm always shaking. Sorry, guys. And I have one more. (laughs) But you, beloved, build yourself up on your most holy faith. Praying in the Spirit. So the habits of a disciple maker is one. Number one of effective disciple maker is Jesus. And you guys emulate Jesus like crazy. Number two, God's strategy of identifying disciples you know those that are ready and you and you just plug into them number three is to share our faith in culturally relevant ways you guys like figure us out (laughs) you're you're uh, harsh and I don't know loud and obnoxious with me and then there's another person who's you know more sensitive or more um, quiet and you guys just you guys can just adapt to that too. Uh, effective disciple making is a rhythm; it's not a program. You guys never made me feel like I was your program. It was, it was, it was a rhythm that we had. It was like you, you, you got to know me, and I got to know you, and and that's how we grew together. Number five is using simple patterns and practices. <laughs> Judy and her singing of scripture, and Norm is corny jokes. I told you I got the gift, right? Okay, so. But he's always making you laugh, right? And they're both always making us laugh. I mean, it's so awesome. Number six uh, is intentionally utilizing the art of hospitality. Who is more hospitable than Norm and Judy? Okay, you go to their house, you don't feel like a guest. You feel like family. Okay, and they bring out the best china, even if you come in your grungy clothes. Okay, 
They're giving you the best of what they got, always. And number seven is to be empowered by the Spirit. And we know they're both so overflowing in the Holy Spirit. And Judy was like one of the first women I met when I came here, her and Joanne and uh, Carol. And, um, and, and, you know, I just, as a woman who's not really a woman type of person, I felt so overly loved by these ladies and uh, got to know Norm. And I love Norm because he's straightforward. And, uh, and that's who I am, too. And it totally works great with me. And um, so for me, Norm has the gift of preaching and teaching the hard messages. He, he'll get up here and say it like it is. And he helped. It's so crazy that he t- spoke on forgiveness because one of the things I remember the most um, about Norm and my time, spending time with them, is uh, he helped me forgive my ex-husband. He taught me what he taught us today. Right? It's not about how I felt about him. Right? It's about whether I wanted to be obedient to Christ or not. And Judy, you know, she's, she has that gift of compassion and tenderness. Right? And she helped me understand the baptism of the Holy Spirit was still real today. And walked me through the process of receiving this baptism myself. So one thing great about Norm, Norm will make you upset through conviction of God's word, and Judy will come along and give you big hugs and lots of love and tell you to do it because it's God's word. <laughs> All right? That's the two of them, right? So continue making disciples. You know that's my heart. And well done, good and faithful. Yeah. Okay. My name is Sancho. Uh, I just want to say that uh, I'm very blessed to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I wasn't expecting it uh, to talk in front of you guys. Uh, I'm not a good talker. <laughs> I just <laughs> when I, when she asked me to talk, uh, say something about Norm, my my mind went back to time when when my when he was talking about forgiveness. Um, when my brother Kakiole, my brother Washa, he was there. He hugged me like a real father does. And I just want to tell you that whenever you need a hug, I'm here like a real son. Love you so, so much. Thank you for, for always being there for me, for my family. You don't know how much you did for me. And I'm proof that what, what, what you're saying is true. I love you so, so much. And this is for you guys. Thanks, Judy, for always being there. I just want to say that after my terrible back surgery and I was in rehab, Angel came and visited me with his new wife and his two kids. It meant so much to me. I was at the lowest part of my life. <laughs> An angel gave me a reason just to get up out of that bed and walk. I thank you so much, Angel, for what you did for me and my business and my family. You're, you're awesome. Thank you so much. I'll never forget you. I love you. <sighs> there are so many memories swirling around in my head, way too many to enumerate, so I thought I would share just a few of them with you this morning. God is the champion of relationships, 
when Norm and I came here to Hollister from San Jose over 19 years ago, <coughs> our son Brian came with us. Where are you, Bri? He's over here. Okay. Our son Brian came with us, and he led Sunday morning worship in the Bannister's family room. <laughs> the first person I remember seeing at worship was Pat Vasquez. Kids' church was held out in the Bannister's garage. A little side note, Brian met the love of his life and married her, and... Uh, and married her, and my husband and I have had the privilege of being here for each one of their kids being born, Brianna 14, Tristan 11, and Megan 10. I used to sing to my twos and threes class, my best friend is Jesus, love him, love him, my best friend is Jesus, I love him. Just wanted to tell you all that I have been very happy and blessed by the Lord with friends in this church care groups, Bible studies, fellowships, getting together one-on-one, becoming friends with my helpers in my classes that I taught. I have high hopes that all of them will be the main teacher in their class someday. The best news of all is that (coughs) we are one big family. Amen? God has a way of putting people together, whether for a season or for life, as in marriage. One group has been a huge help to me, and I know for each one of you, as you make yourselves available, and that is a regular weekly prayer meeting where the main focus is on praying through requests. Sorry, I got to get page two. It's an only half a page. The entire time um, we are there, um, there is a real sense of camaraderie and oneness and a high rate of answered prayers coming up, right? Right? I am extremely grateful for having Pastors Bruce and Dory as our leaders. Norm and I have known them for over 40 years, and we are completely secure in their integrity and solid love and devotion for the Lord and for this house and for us by that way. By that. All of us can have that as we follow Christ's example. Oh, to be like Jesus all the days of our lives. I thank all of you for your love and devotion towards Norm and me and our family and this body of Christ. You'll be sorely missed. God bless you all.